Say after me, I receive the word. I receive the word. I believe the word. I believe the word. I work on the word. I work on the word. The word works on me. The word works on me. We are still on our scripture on Mark, Mark chapter 4. Mark, the gospel of Mark chapter 4, verses 35. Mark, we've been using this same scripture the whole week. Mark chapter 4. Verses 35. Shall we read one go? Shall we all read one go? And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. And they arose a great storm. And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great. Yes, let's go back to Matthew chapter 14, verses 20 to 22. Let's take the last supporting scripture, Matthew chapter 14, verses 20 to 22. Shall we read? One go. Yes, 22. They were to go where? Somebody say the other side. Say it again, the other side. Say it again, the other side. Now, Jesus was going with his disciples on a journey. And the Bible says that he enters into the ship and tells his disciples let us go to the other side like all of us we are about to cross over into a new year that is the year 2024 but significantly there is something jesus did that i want all of us to learn from as we move on jesus even though he had a crowd with him there were over 5,000 people with him at the time. He chose not to go with everybody. He chose to literally send away a greater percentage of the people that were with him. And he only went to the other side with only 12. My question is, what will intrigue a man and stir up a man to literally neglect a greater part of the people who are with him when he is going to fulfill a prophetic assignment. Jesus on the other side healed a man and delivered a man who was filled with demons. 6,000 demons. And that prophecy had been given many years before even that incident happened. So Jesus going to the other side, he was going to fulfill a prophetic action. But guess what? He said even though I am going to fulfill a divine assignment, I need to understand I cannot go with everybody. In the next level of your life, as we are about to cross over into 2024, you need to understand that you can't go into 2024 with everybody. There are certain things and certain people you need to leave behind. Tell your neighbor, leave them behind. Leave them behind. 
Tell your neighbor, leave them behind. Leave them behind. Tell your neighbor, leave them behind. Leave them behind. If you want your life to have significant impact and change, you must be ready to leave certain things behind. Your life cannot change significantly if you don't endeavor today to say, say to yourself, as I'm about to cross over into 2024, I, I purpose to leave certain habits behind. I purpose to leave certain people behind. I purpose to make changes in my life that will impact my life in the coming years. You see, everybody here, you are a product of the decisions you make. Say, I'm a product of my decisions. I'm a product of my decisions. Let me give you an example. You could have chosen not to be here. Your being here is a decision you made. Are we together? Yes. Sir. Yeah. So, you being blessed by what you are hearing is a sign you chose to be here and you are being impacted by the decision that you made. So, as you are about to go into 2024, there are certain things that will happen to you, not because the devil attacked you, it's because you made certain decisions and they costed you. You're right, sir. Are we together? Yes, sir. Now, let's go to the slides for, 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 for today and then we can go through because there are so many. There are 24 things God told me to tell you. Oh. We are entering into 2024. Yes. We are entering into 2024. There are 24 things you need to know as you enter 2024. I pray you make notes. I told you when you come to church, come with a pen and a notebook and write something or an iPad or something that you can make some notes. 24 things you need to know as you enter 2024. I don't know whether I'll be able to finish all of them, but now we will go through it. The first thing that you need to know is that you cannot attain new levels in life with the same old mindset. Wow. You cannot attain new levels in life with the same old mindset. mindset. If you want your life to change, change the way you think. Because you see, the way you see life determines the way you live life. I personally believe there is no way I can ever be poor. It is not possible. So it literally affects the way I live my life. It is not possible for me to be poor. Why? Because that is my thinking. So somehow the elements are controlled to make me succeed and to prosper. So the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 23 verses 7a. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 23 verses 7a. Proverbs 23. Shall we read? Give me New King James, please. Oh, amplified. Possible. Shall we read one go? Now, I want us to paraphrase it and make it personal. For as I, I think, think in my heart, so I am. The Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. The original translation of this scripture actually says, as you think, so you become. You become your thoughts. When your mind and your thoughts are filled with certain things, what your mind and your thoughts literally 
um, 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 contained is what actually comes out of you. The Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Actually, as you think in your heart, so you become. So you are a product also of the way you think. Are we together? Yes. So if you want your life to change in the coming year 2024, change your thinking. How do you change your thinking? Believe, as scripture has said, that with God all things are possible. possible. Believe that every dream that God has placed in your heart, it is possible. Can I tell you something? If God did not want you to achieve that dream, you would not have put it in your heart in the first place. Mm. Are you getting me? Yes. As long as he placed that dream in your heart, it's a sign that he wants you to achieve it. And it is possible. Tell your neighbor, it is possible. It is possible. Every dream that God has placed within you, it is possible. And you can surely achieve it. Believe. Have that kind of a mindset that everything is possible. That's what the Bible says. The Bible says with God, all things are possible. So have that kind of a possibility mindset as you enter into 2024. Amen. Have that kind of a mindset that with God on your side, you shall achieve anything. You can do anything. Amen. 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 Yes. The Bible says God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, far above what we ask or even what imagine. He is able to do even beyond your imagination. So what makes you think that that dream is not possible? It is possible. So have a possibility mindset as you enter into 2024. See, there are some people, they feel like they have already failed. But there is no way they can make it. Oh, nobody in my family made it. Nobody in my family has achieved this. So I don't think I can make it. That, that is a lie from the pit of hell. You must tell yourself it is possible. Whether the devil lies it or not, whatever Jehovah has purposed in your life, it is possible. Tell your neighbor, I shall become. I shall become. No, say it, I shall become. I shall now, become. Now you finish the sentence. I shall become, maybe see you. I shall become a, 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 a medical doctor. I shall become a bank manager. I shall become, you finish the sentence. See, if you think you will prosper, you prosper. If you think you will make it, you make it. If you think the year will be good, it shall be good unto you. Amen? Now Amen. let me tell you a story. There is... An animal called a bamboo bee. How many of you know the bamboo bee? You know a bamboo bee? Yeah. You know the bamboo bee? Yeah. Now, there is an animal called a bamboo bee. See, I studied engineering. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm a trained engineer. So, uh, when we're studying our engineering, there is something that we studied about a bamboo bee. And we found out that according to the laws of fixes, the laws of aerodynamics and the laws of rotation and all the principles of, of flight, the bamboo bee is not supposed to be able to fly. Why? Because its body mass and its wings, literally, when you do the calculation, it's supposed to not make it fly. But the bamboo bee does not know the laws of physics. So, it flies. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. According to the laws of physics, the bamboo bee is not supposed to fly. Fixes this proves how the bamboo why because when you do the calculation, experiences body mass you calculate is not able to um, make it fly. The laws of lift literally disallows the bamboo bee to fly. But guess what? The bamboo bee does not know the laws of fixes, so it flies in its mind. It was created to fly, so it flies. Amen. Mm. 
So the way you condition your mind literally affects the way you become. There was a guy, some, a lady I met some years back and she was about size 18. She had grown lean to a size 10. And I asked her why she says the doctors told her that she is HIV positive. And I prayed for her and I said, according to me and what I have heard from God, you are negative. You don't have HIV. He says, oh, I've had HIV for 10 years. I said, you don't have it. I said, go and run a test and give me the results. Guess what? She went to run the test and it came negative. She did it twice and it still came negative. The reason why she was losing weight was not because she had HIV, because her mind had been conditioned that he had HIV. Yes. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes. There was a times they did a, 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 a test in the hospital. They are, there were people, two women who were having bodily pains. And they, these two women were taken to the hospital. And the first set of, um, the first woman was injected with um, a painkiller. And she got well. The second woman was injected with water. She also said she was well. Why? Because psychologically her mind was telling her she has gone to the doctors. And the doctor has injected her. And as long as she has been injected, she will be well. Are you getting my point? Yes. Sir. See, most of the reasons why most people fail is about the way they think. So if you want to change your life in the coming year, change your thinking. Have a possibility mindset. Number two. Now, before we go to number two, let's go to Philippians 4, 8 from the New King James. Philippians chapter 4, about the things we think about. Philippians chapter 4, verses 8. Shall we read one go? This is one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible. It says, shall we read one go? Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. In other words, think on these things. Anytime a thought runs through your head, ask yourself, is it true? Is it noble? Is it just? Is it pure? Is it lovely? Is it something that is of good report? See, many people literally get into depression by themselves because they overthink. And 80% of everything you overthink about is negative. You cannot tell me you overthink and you overthink positively. Every overthinker thinks negatively. Are you getting me? Yes. Sir. Yes. Some of you, you have meetings with yourself. Something happens and you start thinking. You conclude, you decide, and you end. And you start getting depressed. Why? Because you became an overthinker. If you want your life to change, let your mind be on positive things. Think on godly things. Number two. The second point. Shall we read one? Shall we read? Well, everyone, let's read what is on the screen. You cannot.
cannot never rise to the top if you don't leave certain habits behind. Tell your neighbor, say it like as if you know that they are misbehaving in their life and tell them, you can never rise to the top if you don't leave certain habits behind. Tell them, tell them, tell them. Tell them. Don't be afraid of them. Tell them. You can never rise to the top if you don't leave certain habits and people behind. Amen? Amen. So what are the habits? What kind of habits do you need to leave behind? We are going to share. I will name a few, but you and I, all of us, we are going to discuss, right? So you tell me, number one, what habits do you think you need to leave behind if you really want to go to the top? Number one, anybody? Pro procrastination, yes? So, we are going to list them. Guys, list, list them for me. The first habit we are all agreeing that we need to leave behind is what? Procrastination. Number two? Motionaire. <laughs> Says you need to leave motionaire behind. Gossiping. Gossiping. Number three, yes? No, raise your hand and talk. Pride. Yes, pride. The Bible says pride comes before what? A fall. See, when you are proud, listen to me. Pride reminds God of the devil. Anytime you exhibit arrogance and pride, you remind God of the devil. That is why the Bible says God resists the proud. Even it is not the devil resisting you. God himself resists the proud. Because see, the reason why the devil left heaven is because the devil wanted to become like God. He wanted to contest with God for position. So God, uh, Michael fought him and threw him out of heaven. So anytime God sees a man exhibit pride, it looks like you want to remind God of what happened some years ago. So he fights you. That's what the Bible says. God resists what? The proud. Yes, and give grace to? The humble. James chapter 4 verse 6. Let's read that. James chapter 4 verse 6. Shall we all read one go? God resists there. Imagine this is not the devil resisting you. God himself resisting you. Where can you go? You can't. You can't ascend. You can't rise. If you really want to rise, you need to learn how to be what? Humble. Some people say, me, you don't know me. Me. Who are you? Who are you? Yes, any other habits we need to leave behind? Huh? Too much sleep, laziness. Too much sleep. Some Christians, they are lazy. See? The Bible says, a little sleep, a little slumber, and poverty will come to you like a thief. Yes. Christians, most Christians are lazy. Instead of them to go out there and look for a job, they are only praying. My friend, prayer will activate an atmosphere for you to get a job. But no angel will drop in your house an appointment letter. Hello? Hello? Yes, so after you are prayed, get out there and do something. Yes. Laziness. Another habit we need to leave behind? What? 
prayerlessness. Yes, prayerlessness. Most Christians are prayerless. They don't have a personal prayer life. You ask them to pray, they can't even make a line of prayer. I think we need to have, start doing that. Yes, next. Eating too much. Hey. Somebody say, hey. This thing we didn't want to say, but it has been said. Somebody say, hey. Those of you that are overweight, you are being told. Gluttony. Gluttony. Eating too much. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Do you know God destroys Sodom and Gomorrah? One of the reasons why God destroys Sodom and Gomorrah is eating too much. Those guys were eating too much. They were idle. The Bible says the, the sins of Sodom was idleness, pride, and gluttony. It's in your Bible, just that you don't know. Let me give you the scripture. The reasons why God destroys Sodom and Gomorrah. Give me Ezekiel chapter 16, verse 49. One of the reasons, it was not because of um, um, what do you um Sodomy and all those things. There were other reasons why God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Those guys were eating too much, they were idle. Now let's read. It's in your Bible. Let's read one go. Look. She had what? Pride and what? Fullness of food. Hey. Fullness of food. And abundance of what? Idleness. Laziness. They were just idle. So go look at these guys and say, you have been eating, you are lazy, you are just doing nothing here. Let me finish all of you. God killed all of them. The sins of Sodom, it was not only those things that you think about. Pride. Fullness of food. And abundance of idleness. Some people, they can sleep. And then they change gear and throw the duvet to the other side. <laughs> See, I cannot sleep four hours continue. No, that means I must be extremely tired. I must wake up. My system just has to wake up. Like you sleep like... I don't know how people do eight hours and six. Eight hours, like you are sleeping for eight hours. Are you okay? Like you just sleep just like that. <laughs> Let me give you an example. Let me give you, if you sleep eight hours a day, do you know what you're doing? You are sleeping one third of the day. So that means that if you are 60 years and you've been sleeping eight hours every day for 20 years of your life, you slept. You are not productive. This is maths. Yeah? One third of 24 hours is what? Eight. Hello? One third of 24 hours is what? Eight. eight hours. And if you are 60 years and you have been sleeping eight hours a day, one third of 60 years is what? 20. So that means for 20 years of your life, you were just sleeping. <laughs> when others are making money and doing great things, you are sleeping and then you see them, ah, these people, their money is bad money. Which bad money? You were sleeping. I don't know who wrote this quote. It says, the heights that great men reached were not attained by sudden flight. But whilst their, can, their colleagues slept, they toyed greatly in the night. I've forgotten who, who put up that poem. It's not Shakespeare, but it's one of those guys. 
He said, the highest that great men reached, it was not attained by sudden flights. They didn't just get there. But whilst others were sleeping, they toiled greatly in the night. Sleep. Too much sleep. You need to leave behind. Another habit we need to, last two habits, destructive addictions. Some destructive addictions. Come again. Betting. Yes, gambling. It's so addictive. I know somebody who gambled until they owed almost like five million. They borrowed to gamble. The person is not from England or here. Borrowed to gamble. Yes. We move on to the next thing. So if you want to advance and be productive and be fruitful in 2024, you should leave certain habits behind. Tell your neighbor, leave certain habits behind. Leave certain habits behind. Yes, and leave certain people behind. Which kind of people do we need to be? We talked about habits. There are certain people we need to leave behind. That one, you know them. We are going to go to that. Now, number three, let's read. Shall we read what is on the screen? One go. In 2024, one thing you need to know is that you are a better version of yourself without certain people. Okay. It's a deep statement, but what am I trying to say? The point I'm trying to say is that there are certain people, without them, you become a better version of yourself. With them, you keep deteriorating. You need the wisdom to know that there are certain people you don't need around you. Like I always say, it's not that they are bad people. They are not bad people, just that they are not good for you. They may be good for other people, but not good for you. You need the wisdom to understand that. The fact that somebody is good does not necessarily mean they are good for you. There are certain things about them that can negatively deteriorate your life and influence you and get you destroyed. So you need to understand, not every good person is good for me. They may be good for someone else. So you are a better version of yourself without certain people. See, when God called Abraham, God told Abraham, leave your house in Genesis chapter 12 and I'll make you and I'll make your name great. God never told Abraham to carry Lot. Okay? Lot started fighting with Abraham for possession. So they parted ways. The Bible says the day Lot and Abraham part ways, God comes and tells Abraham, see, and as far as your eyes can see, I will give you. In other words, God never showed Abraham the level where he wanted to take him. Not until he parted ways with Lord. There are certain lords you need to leave them in 2023. Tell yourself, I refuse to carry them into 2024. Amen. Amen? Amen. Yes. Number four. There are 24 things. So I'm just trying to push through so that at least we can finish as many as possible. To move to the next level of your life, you need to learn how to say no to certain people. Some people, they don't know how to say no. Are you getting what I'm saying? They cannot just say no. A friend of mine, many years ago, taught me. Okay, there are children in the service, so I can't say this joke. There are some jokes you can't share. So, um, he says, okay, let me make it quiet. Okay, let me leave it. 
Some people, they just don't know how to say no. If you don't stand up for something, you will fall for everything. You must have standards. Stay your neighbor, you must have standards. You must have standards. See, sometimes you look at certain people, you think that they are intelligent, then you look at them, you realize that they are just another set of moments. Because, I mean, an intelligent man, an intelligent woman, you realize that the people they are hanging around with, you just know this one. You don't need a prophet to tell you, you get your life destroyed. Amen? Yes. You need to learn how to say no. Tell your neighbor no. 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 In my language, in my Ghanaian language, there is no has a way we say it. So one day I was talking to someone and they asked me, Prophet, there is a, every time I speak to you and you are talking in your Ghanaian language, you say Debbie. Debbie. Debbie means no. What does that mean? And I said, it means no. He says, that means you say so many no's. I said, yes. You have to learn how to say so many no's. Are you getting my point? Yes. yes. You must learn. You see, you need to say no, not because you hate certain people. You say no to certain people, not because you hate them, but because saying yes to them will end up destroying you and causing you more harm than good. You must learn how to say what? No. No. Number four. So in 2024, if you want to be fruitful, you must learn how to say no. To people and also to yourself. Tell your neighbor to yourself. To yourself. Yes. So Jesus, in Mark chapter 4, before he went to the other side, he said, let us send away the multitude. The first multitude we are talking about is bad habits. Say bad habits. Bad habits. And number one, we have talked about it. And the second multitude we need to talk about that you need to send away before you go to the other side is bad friends. Say bad friends. Bad friends. Yes. And you see, there are certain things you need to know about a company and the associations you keep in the coming year if you want your life to be fruitful and productive. Let's go to the slides. There are certain bad friends you need to leave. An example of the bad friends you need to leave before you enter into the coming year is number one, read. Shall we read? They are called what? Parasitic friends. friends. What do I mean by a parasite? A parasite is someone, is an animal, an insect that sucks blood out of you, isn't it? They take from you, but never give to you. Now, friends that are always taking from you, but they are never giving to you, that is a parasite. Those are friends you need to learn to do away with in the coming year. Are we here? Yes. Yes. They have told you that in the morning I'll be a pastor. In the evening I'll be a prophet. Now I am talking to you like a pastor. Are we together? Yes, sir. Yes. I'm calm and nice. The evening shall be fire. So, parasitic friends, you need to leave them behind. You know, there are some friends, it's always about them. You, get, you know such friends. They are always taking from you. Oh, oh. I mean, it's just about them. You must learn how to say no. And if you are that kind of friend, change. Otherwise, people will leave you. Number five. Number six, sorry. Friends that they will discourage you from serving God. Any friend that will discourage you and literally can tell you not to come to a place like this. 
is a friend you need to do away with. I am seeing it unapologetically. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. If somebody can tell you to not to come to a place like this for prayer, where you are praying, you are not serving idols, you are here to pray for the betterment of your own life, and someone can tell you, you don't need to go there. You need to watch that kind of a friend. Because they don't love you. Friends that discourage you from serving God, leave them in 2023. Amen? Amen. Yes. Number seven, friends that will introduce you into bad habits. This one, let me stop there a bit. Do you know there are certain bad habits you learned in high school up till now you are still struggling to come out of? Yes, sir. There are some bad habits you learned way back up to today you are still struggling to stop. Why? Any bad habit you know, somebody taught you. You did not just pick it up. Hello? Hello? Are we together? Yes, sir. Yes. So there are certain friends in your life that introduce you into bad habits. Where God is taking you, you need to do away with such friends. If you want to advance and you want your life to be fruitful. The Bible says something. Bad company corrupts good morals. Bad company will corrupt you. You may not necessarily be one, but just because you are keeping the wrong association, they end up destroying you. Tell your neighbor, bad company. Bad company. Will corrupt you. Will corrupt you. Yes. So you must learn how to do away with such negative association. Give me First Corinthians chapter 15, verses 33. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 33. Going to read. Shall we read one go? Now, can you give me NLT? Evil company corrupts good habits. You may be a good person, but the company you keep. Now, shall we read from, this, uh, from NLT? One go. Don't be fooled by those who say such things. For bad company corrupts good character. If you have a good character, but you have keep bad company, you'll be corrupted. Say, Lord, Lord, preserve me from bad company. Preserve me from the bad company. Preserve me from bad company. Preserve me from the bad company. If you meet with people for three hours, four hours, and you are sitting down talking, and nothing that you are discussing is productive, to your building or to the building of the people that are seated there, you are literally wasting time and wasting productive hours of your life. Are we together? Yes, sir. Yeah. See, when you read Proverbs chapter 13, verses 20, give me a message translation. It's, it sounds so good. Proverbs chapter 13, verses 20. Proverbs 13, 20. The Bible says, if you hang out with fools, you see your life tear into pieces. I didn't write the Bible. It is written in your Bible. It says, don't hang out with fools. Okay. Right? Read, read it. Read. Let's read one. Go. Let's read it again. I want that part alone. It's nice. Read it again. Again. Can I paraphrase this scripture? He says, become wise by walking with the wise. Become rich by walking with the rich. Become anointed by walking with the anointed. Become a politician by walking with a politician. Become good, a good person by walking with the... Hear me. 
If you walk with fools, become a fool. Can I tell you something? If you have, if you keep a company, if you are, if you see any, if you join any four group of people who are wise, you become the fifth one. If you join a group of people who are intelligent and smart, you become exactly like them. In fact, if you join four broke friends and all the four, they are broke and they are all your friends, I don't need to be a prophet to tell you, you also end up becoming broke. The Bible says, become wise by walking with the wise. There are certain things I just learned because of the company I keep. Are we together? Yes, sir. Yes. Now, let's continue the second part. Now, that is the interesting bit. Hang out with fools. Can you imagine that? This is God telling you, if you hang out with idiots, your life will turn into pieces. See, sometimes, eh, you failed not because God wanted you to fail. You failed because you allowed yourself to hang out with the wrong people. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Who is, who is you in, in your company? All they are talking about is people. They, your company only discusses people. They don't discuss ideas, projects, business. They don't discuss quality things. See, if you are on the phone with someone and you are motioning about somebody for two hours, it's a waste of time. You could have used that two hours to do something productive with your life. Become wise. Shall we read it again? I wish you can take, take, that, take a picture of that. It's a good scripture to take a picture and send it to your friends. Become wise by walking with the wise. Hang out with fools and see your life and watch your life fall into pieces. Your life. Yes, let's go to the next point. Friends that gossip about others and cause divisions. Can you imagine that? Friends you need to drop. Which type of friends? Gospers. Mm -hmm. Oh, let's read it again. Let's read it. The reason why you are not reading it is because you gossip about others. So you don't you feel like you don't have the moral right to literally say it. You know, you are guilty of what is written there. You are guilty. Friends that what? Gossip about others and cause divisions. Yeah. Those kind of friends. You know the Bible literally says avoid people that cause the it is in your Bible. See the reason is I don't know. The Bible says avoid them. Avoid such people. I'm going to give you the scripture. Avoid them. Literally. Scripture says avoid them. People that cause divisions and contentions. Avoid them. Friends that gossip. Hey, did you see the man of God's shoe? Hey, today. Hey. And then what? Hey, did you see Sister Mary? The way her hair, it was like she didn't even, I mean, comb her hair today. Where was she coming from? Is that your business? Give me Romans chapter 16, verses 17 from New King James. Romans chapter 16, verses 17. Romans 16, 17. Romans chapter 16, verses 17. 
Now, I did not write a Bible. I am everything. Yeah, I give you scriptural references so to support everything I say. Read it one go. Now, I urge you, brethren, not those who cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you have learned. And this is God. Avoid them. Scripture says, avoid the people that causes contention contrary to the things you have been, you have been taught here. Scripture says avoid them. Avoid them. Say wow. wow. Yeah. There are some people you need to avoid. You are not angry with them. You are not at loggerheads with them. You are simply avoiding them. For your own mental health. Amen? Amen? Amen. Yeah. Amen. Just avoid them. Next point. There's another one, huh? Proverbs 22.10. Let's read what Pastor River is. Proverbs 22.10. Give me Proverbs 22.10. Ah. Say, cast out the scoffer and contention will leave. Yes, strife and reproach will cease. When you drive away the wrong people, cast them out. Tell your neighbor, cast them out. Cast them out. Yes. And contention, strife will leave. Next verse. Um, next um, uh, point. Friends you need to leave behind. As friends who are they speak well with you but talk bad behind your back. Hey. They are bad people. And I met a man of God. Ah, my prophet. Oh, my prophet. Prophet, speak a word. Just speak a word. And I just, I just had a recording. You know, it was a voice recording of how he was talking bad in a meeting about me. A voice recording. Somebody in the meeting recorded him and sent me. Ah, my prophet, speak a word. Speak a word. I'm like, I look at him, I'm like, this one. I'm just, just that I don't curse, I would have cursed you. I told myself, I don't curse, I would have cursed him. You are telling me, my prophet, speak a word over my life. And then now, behind my back, you are speaking all the bad things. They are bad friends. Avoid them. Tell your neighbor, avoid them. Avoid them. Those are the people, those are part of the multitude Jesus said we should leave behind. We, he, you are not going into 2024 with such people. Amen? Amen. Yes. Number 10. Friends that are not good for your mental health. Hey, tell me, say, hey. Yeah. There are some people, they are not just good. They are just around. You having them around brings, brings they breed toxicity. Yes. They are toxic. Yes. They are what? Toxic. Yeah. I said, there are some relationships, they are too expensive to maintain. Break them before they destroy you. You see, if you are, if a relationship is toxic and it is destroying you, break it. See, your mental health cannot be compared to anything. Are you hearing me? Yes. Yeah. Oh, you don't like what I'm saying? Okay. You don't like it? In fact, the good thing is I'm the one with the microphone. So whether you like it or you don't like it, I am saying it. Amen? Yes. Amen. There are some relationships that are too expensive to keep. It will cost you your life. It will cost you your health. It will cost you your peace. Break them before they what? They break you. They destroy you. Number 11. 
Now, example of friends and associations you should keep. So these are the people you are carrying with them to 2024. All right? I told you the ones you have to leave behind. They are the ones we have talked about now. The ones we are carrying with to 2024. Number one. Friends that support you in your time of hardship. Like see, January 15th will come. Some of you, your January, your December salary is already finished. Like finished, finished, finished. Yes. But that one, if you call your friend and they, possibly they also, they've also finished their own. So don't feel like they are no good friends because they didn't come through for you. But friends you need to keep are friends that support you in your time of hardship. Friends that are there for you in your time of hardship. How many friends that are willing to stand with you in your time of crisis? I always say this and I will repeat it until it sinks down. If you are in an ICU and you need one million, or let me say you need five million, or let me say three million to save your life. That is thirty thousand dollars. I know thirty thousand dollars is a lot of money. Thirty thousand dollars to save you. How many people you can can you call and they will give you that ten thousand dollars without making you sign a whole contract? How many of your friends can you call and say, ah, guy, I need ten thousand, I need one million? Uh, shillings can you help me with one million how many of your friends can you call and they will not bother one million is even a lot five hundred thousand kenya shillings how many of your friends can give you five thousand dollars comfortably just to support you i pray that god will give you quality friends amen quality amen. friends in the coming year amen see if you have quality friends, you can raise 10 million in an hour. Ask me how. If you have quality friends, 10 friends, each one of them can give you a million. Hi, I, I'm in crisis. I need one million. Okay, I'm sending. Hi, I'm in crisis. I need one. We need an hour. You can. But if you raise even 10,000, it will take you five days. It's a problem. No, it's not a laughing matter, it's a serious matter. If you are in crisis and you need 10,000 to save your life, you don't have anybody close to you that will comfortably say, my friend, I want to help you with 10,000. 10K. Come on, 10K. They'll tell you, oh, you know, you should have come early. I just invested. They are lying. Friends that will support you in the time of crisis. Number 12, quickly. Friends that you need to carry into 2024. Friends that will encourage you and support your vision. You need people that are encouragers. That when you are weak, they will, they, they will encourage you and they will support your dream and your vision. If you've got friends who can't stand with what you stand for, drop them. Friends that will support you and encourage your vision. Number 13, friends that are not envious of your elevation. That is one, my number one key of undertaking somebody as a friend. If you are around me and you are envious of my success, I, you cannot be my friend. You are just envious of my success. It's like they have a competitive spirit. Oh, you bought a car. They also want to buy a car. You did something. They also want to do something. They, they are literally competing with you. Those are friends you don't need to take into 2024. Friends that you, sh that you should take into 2024 are those that are not envious. They are happy that you are succeeding. They are happy you are advancing. They are happy you are happy. Yes. Are you getting me? Yes. Yeah. 
14. Friends that will not stab you in the back. Friends that will not what? Yeah. Friends that will not stab you in the back. Fifteen. Friends that do not gossip about you and will even defend you in the presence of people that are talking bad about you. Friends that will defend you in your absence. Let me tell you one thing. And I'm, I'm saying it because it concerns me. If you go somewhere and somebody is talking about me, you, are, you either say the positive. If you don't have anything positive to say, keep quiet. That is the least you can do. Are you getting my point? If people are talking about your friends, the best you can do is to talk, speak well about your friends in a company, in a group. If you don't have anything positive to say about the people, about people you call friends, when other people are discussing them, are discussing your friends and you are seated among them. Can I tell you something? Let me tell you something. If people can comfortably talk bad about your friends and you are sitting there, that means you are not a friend. They should even be afraid that you are there and they are talking. If they can comfortably discuss your friends in your presence, that means they see you as one of them, as an enemy. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. The least you can do is to be quiet. And now when people are talking bad about your friends, you are the one that is adding pepper and salt. Hey, that one, I know. Me, I've known him for 10 years. And they are adding and adding. That is negative publicity. And that does not show friendship. If you really want your life to advance, anybody that cannot defend you in public, they cannot defend you in public. That means, but they want to defend you when they are with you. That is a fake person. They are fake. 100%. Are you getting me? If somebody is talking about Pastor Raywell and I am there, the person should feel uncomfortable that I am there and they are talking about Pastor Raywell. If they can talk bad about Pastor Raywell in my presence, it questions my relationship with Pastor Raywell. Are you getting my point? Yes. Yeah. David had a friend called Jonathan. David was an outsider. Jonathan, David's enemy was Saul. And Saul was Jonathan's father. Anytime Saul said something negative and planned anything negative about David, guess what? Jonathan reported it to David. To an extent that Saul actually decided, I will not say anything in the presence of Jonathan. In other words, Saul even realized that his own son was loyal to his friend than to him as a father. Are we together? Yes. So Jonathan said to David, whatever you desire, I, I will do it for you. Have such friends that are willing to do everything to see you advance, to see you move forward, to see you be, get promoted. Amen? Amen. Yeah. A friend of mine recently needed a job and uh, he was frustrated. So, he asked, so we were just talking and then he asked me, I mean, can you talk to this person for me? So, 
I took the CV and I, I requested for a meeting and I took the CV to the person and said, please, I know you know this CEO. Talk to him and then get my guy a job. I have known him for eight years. He's a good guy. So guess what? The guy, after me giving him the CV, he kept quiet. He didn't do anything. So after two weeks, I called him. Have you talked to the CEO? He says, I will, say, I will talk to him. Because my friend has not been called for any interview. I pushed him until my friend was called for interview. And he came first in the interview. In other words, without me, he would not have gotten the job. Yes. Why? Because he is somebody who has been there for me. And if he needed a job, I needed to do everything possible to make sure he gets that position. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes. You need to understand that anybody you have who cannot go to a certain extent for you, they want you to just succeed. Their desire is for you to succeed. No, if, there are some people they are so selfless that even if you succeed beyond them, they are okay. But most friends, this is what most friends do. Hear me. Don't forget this. They want you to succeed, but they do not want you to succeed more than them. They want you to do well, but they do not want you to do well more than them. If you buy a car, it's okay. But if you buy a car better than this, it's a problem. May God help us. Amen. Number 16. Friends you need to carry into 2024. Friends that will help you grow spiritually. Friends that will teach you to pray. Friends that will tell you, let's go for Kesha. Friends that will push you even when you are tired. And say, let's go for Kesha. Yeah. Friends that will help you fulfill your prophetic assignment. You need such people in your life. Let me tell you, you need people who are prophetic enough to secure and safeguard you. Because the, the terrain you are entering sometimes is a dangerous terrain. Amen. Number 18. Number 17, sorry. Go. 18. So other things you need to note in 2024 before we get into 2024. There are some things you need to note in 2020 before we get we go into 2024. I want to finish all the 24 points and then we go. Say after me, everybody cannot be my friend. Everybody cannot be my friend. You know, there are some people they are very needy. N-E-E-D-Y. In other words, they want everybody to be their friend. They want to be in the good books of everyone. I mean, everybody is my friend. I mean, if, if somebody has an issue with them, it affects them so much. No. If you want to succeed in 2024, understand this principle. Let me tell you. You know that when Jesus was here on the earth, even Jesus Christ that knew no sin, there were some people that still didn't like him. Hello? Hello. Even Jesus... He never sinned. He never did anything wrong. There were Sunday, the Pharisees and the Sadducees still did not like him. So why don't do you want to be liked by everybody? If you want to be liked by everybody, go and sell ice cream. So that people like you. Everybody cannot be your friend. In 2024, have a mind shift. Say mind shift. Mind shift. Yeah. There's one thing I believe. It doesn't matter how good 
I want to be or I become as a pastor. There are certain people who will never come to this church. They are not, they are not called for me. I guess my point. They will never come. Even because when Jesus was running a church in his days, there are some people who never attended. The Sadducees and Pharisees, they criticize him morning and evening. You understand my point? So you need the wisdom, even as a leader, to understand there are some people, they are not for you. So you just need to know, there are some people, who they can never be your friends. They can only be your acquaintances. You only say hello, hi to them, and then you move on. Number 19. One thing you need to understand, even Jesus, he had five levels of friendships. And associations. Number one, Jesus had the multitude. Anytime Jesus entered into a place, he had the multitude. Say the multitude. Oh. Now the multitude were the crowd that he preached to. Okay? Jesus had the multitude. The multitude were the crowd that he preached to. And after the multitude, the Bible says he called the 70 people and anointed them, empowered them, and gave them grace to go and heal the sick and cast out demons. He called 70 people who were not his usual disciples, empowered them, and so gave them power to go cast out demons. So he had a multitude, he had a group of people he dealt with and sent, and now he had the 12 disciples he used to walk with every now and then. The Bible says he will preach to the crowd in parables and expounded the parables to the disciples. There are certain people you can connect with, go around with, do things with, they are like your disciples. You share your heart with them. Are you hearing? You cannot share your heart with the 70 even though they are around you. You send them, they go and come back, they, they report to you, but you can't share your heart with the 70. You cannot share with the multitude, you only speak to them in parables. You give, speak, you give them um, 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 you don't tell them everything. And even among the 12 disciples, when it was about destiny, Jesus carried only three. When he was going to the Mount of Transfiguration, he did not carry all the 12 disciples. Why? Because it was a matter of life and destiny. He says, I'm not going with all of you 12. He went with John, Peter, and James. Even among the 12 disciples, he had his inner call. Say inner call. Yeah. And among even the three, he still had one. Only one slept on his lap. That was John. John was the only disciple that was there at the time Jesus was on the cross. All the others ran away. Imagine. All the other 11 ran away. The only disciple that was there at the time of crucifixion was John. In other words, what does that tell you? And before that, he, it was only John that Jesus brought close to him. Actually, the Bible calls John the disciple Jesus loved. You may have the three you share secrets with, but there must be one you trust and love. Now there was leaning on Jesus, the bosom of one, one of the disciples, the one that Jesus loved. That was John. John was loved. And let's continue. See, Solomon said something in the songs of Solomon. He says, 
my friend, my lover. Not my lover, my friend. In Nairobi, in Kenya, is the other way. In other words, for somebody to become your lover, the person must first be your friend. Are you getting me? But here, we start with my lover, my friend. And so by the time you start with here and you are getting here, you realize that it's not working. Everything collapses. The entire building collapses. <laughs> so, you must, see, don't start dating after one week. You just met the person. Uh, I, I don't know how Kenyans love so fast. Like, like I don't understand. You know, you know what? I love you. Oh. <laughs> you love who? Can I tell you something? Take it for me. There is nothing like love at first sight. There is what we call attraction at first sight. But it is not love. You can solely get attracted to somebody just by seeing them. So that is why you deceive yourself and call it that is infatuation. Love at first sight. There is nothing like love at first sight. You can get attracted to someone so much at first sight. But now love takes time to develop. True love and genuine love takes time to develop. So you cannot meet somebody three days later and say, ah, my baby, you are mad. Are you okay? Are you okay? Three days. Are you okay? We need to check you out. After three days. See, that is why you get destroyed. Hello? Hello? You get destroyed easily. Because Solomon said, my friend, my lover. <laughs> uh, uh, we are on Zoom, right? Okay, so it's okay. I know my mother is not watching. My mother doesn't know Zoom. He will come and say, you are a pastor. Why are you saying people are mad? <laughs> that is not what I taught you. Let's go. <laughs> Number 20. Anyone you choose, anyone you want to choose as a friend, always remember this. Now these are the last four things. And if you were not listening, listen. Now shake somebody. Shake somebody that is seated by you because we are closing. I have three minutes. So, anytime you want to choose someone as a friend, always remember that the devil was once an angel and Judas was once Jesus' most trusted disciples. Always remember that. Never forget that. That the devil was once an angel. And Judas was once one of Jesus' most trusted disciples. Oh, this friend, I trust her. Oh, tr <laughs> the person you are calling a friend today can become an enemy tomorrow. So be careful how much information you expose to them. Today, 
they are your friend, three years later they are your enemy. You expose so much of yourself to them. Guess what? They have every ammunition to destroy you. And guess what? They are not the one destroying you. You are the one that allow them. You gave them the ammunition and the keys to destroy you. So you've got to be very, very careful how much you tell people and how much of yourself you expose to other people. See, there are certain things about you. You must have the wisdom and the intelligence to know. It is only you that should know. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Because let me tell you, if somebody can tell you, me, I have the, I, I, me, I can destroy you. You can destroy you. In other words, you have given them the right to destroy you. You are the one that gave them the information. You are the one that told them what they needed to know in order to destroy you. Are you getting my point? Yes, sir. Yeah. I always say, let me tell you, there is no single person in my life that knows everything about me. You can't. I'll be a greatest mumu for you to know everything. That means that if you, you, you can know a lot, but not everything. Because if I make you know everything, the day you tend to become a Judas, you have every right to destroy everything else around me. I guess what I'm saying. Yes. You must have the wisdom to know there are certain things about you no one. So, people can only attack what they know. Hello? Hello? People can only attack what? What they know. Oh. They cannot attack what they do not know. You must have the wisdom to know. When someone says, me, I know this guy. You don't. You don't. You can't. People change. You understand? So if somebody is a friend today, know that I have I work with that mindset that around me anybody can turn into a Judas. So by the time you start, you turn. So the day this person turns into a Judas, what card do you have? What is your contingency plan? What is your strategy? If 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 say um, Pastor Rewell turns into a Judas. He will never turn into a Judas in the name of Jesus. Let me not use him as an example. Let's say there is somebody called Mr. B. And Mr. B turns into a Judas. And the person is close to you. You must have a contingency plan before even you began to make the person afraid. See, you must think far. So that in the unlikely event that the best friend you call a best friend turns into a Judas, you are not completely going to go down. It's wisdom. Always know today, someone can be your friend and tomorrow they can be an enemy. 23. I've realized that in life, to rise, you have to drop and leave certain things. I've said, now let's, ask, let's go to 24. I've talked about it. 24. Shall we read 24? And that is the last point, and then we are out of here. In Shall we read one go? Uh, let's read like your voice is yours. Forgive certain people who wronged you and make what? Peace with them. Now, this thing I'm telling you, I'm telling you today, 
So that as you are crossing over into 2024, you are not carrying any bile and bitterness in your heart. Today is the last day of the year. There are certain people, God said, as you are about to cross over into 2024, forgive them. Tell your neighbor, forgive them. Forgive them. Say, tell your neighbor, forgive them. Forgive them. Yes, I know they hurt you. Forgive them. Forgive them. I know they talk bad about you. Forgive, forgive them. them. I know they did everything they wanted to do to destroy you. Forgive, forgive them. them. I know they stole from you. Forgive them. Yes. You must learn how to have a heart of forgiveness. The Bible says that as long as as much as it depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Who can tell me where, which scripture it is? I'll have lunch with you this afternoon. If you can quote, you can tell me what. One, two, three. So all of you don't know. Jesus. Romans 8. Romans 12, 18. Shall we read? Shall we be upstanding? Let's be upstanding. Let's be upstanding. Once you stand up, I know I've closed. My time is up. Shall we read one go? Now, the Bible says, now if you did a bit of English in school, if it's a, it's a conditional clause, isn't it? English teachers. Hello? Hello. Huh? It's a conditional clause. So, it says, if it is possible, as much as it depends on, it depends on, it depends on, live peaceably with all men. That means that it is not easy to live at peace with all men. It's a condition. He says, as much as it depends on you, if it is possible, he says, if it is possible, as much as it depends on you, live peaceably with all men. It is, it is very difficult to be at peace with certain people because they are not peaceful. When you are coming to them with peace, they are coming with, to you with war. I pray that anybody that hurts you in 2023, God will grant you the heart to forgive them. Amen. That as you go into 2024, you are not entering with any spirit of unforgiveness in your heart. Amen. I know, I want you to just... Focus on someone that you know has hurt you, and just uh, you see. Let me tell you, forgiveness. Actually, I think there's something I, I put in the slides. I'm not. I don't know whether it's there. Forgiveness is not a sign of weakness. Forgiveness simply means you value the relationship you had more than your ego. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. If say Pastor Liz wrongs me, and what? Is holding what what is preventing me from say being at peace with her is this thing the offense. I can hold on to offense and for I mean neglect and literally do away with her for the rest of her life and me never talk to her or take away the offense and still have the friend back. You understand? But forgiving someone does not mean they come back into your life to the place where they were. It just simply means when you see them, you can talk to them, say hi to them and pass. But guess what? The father you are forgiving someone does not mean you should put yourself in the same position for you to be destroyed and hurt again. That makes you a fool. 
Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yeah, you are forgiving the person, you have let it go, but you don't have to place yourself in the same position for them to do the same thing again. I want you to talk to God that in the coming year, God will make you a better version of yourself. Yes. That these 24 things you have learned today, you shall have the grace to put them into practice. The Bible says there are some people they are hearers of the word but they are not doers. That you shall not be a hearer of the word but you shall be a doer of the word. God will help you. If I were you, this is what I would do. I would take this video because in the next few hours it will be on YouTube. Right after the sermon, the sermon is on YouTube. And listen to it constantly. There are some sermons you don't listen to it once. There are some sermons I listen to like five, ten times in a year. It's just to remind you of what is going on and what how you need to live your life. You need there are some sermons, copy the link, post it somewhere on your notepad so that from time to time you go back to it. You listen, you listen, you listen. Because the more you listen to a sermon, the more it enters into you, and the more you become what the sermon teaches. So talk to God. Tell the Lord, Father, help me to live for you. Father, help me to live. Help me to live by this word help me to become a better version of myself in 2024 come on talk to god 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 Valimi Azonia Madua Antata Lekete Shabranta Talia Bazote Labado Shanana Macapaya Rapande de Bescadua Azete Lenda Dua Azonene Mecapa Rapapala Brashana Brashata Father, help me to live. Help me to live. Help me to live. Help me to live by this word, O Lord, in the coming year. Help me to become a better version of myself. Lord, in the name Lord. of Jesus. Let me tell you one thing. There are certain people in your life, they are very difficult to do away with them. It will take the hand of God. Are you hearing me? Yes. You are asking God that anybody in your life that you don't need where you are going and where God is taking you, may God himself help you to remove them from your life. Amen. And there's a dimension in a place where God is taking you. You don't need certain people around. You just don't. Your assignment in your life has finished. If you take a matatu from Ketengela and you are going to Kiambu, if the matatu is, let me even say, from Ketengela to town, from Ketengela to town, the matatu will stop at Sukimau, Mrolongo, Cabanas. When the matatu stops, at every time the matatu stops, people get down and others get in. Yes. People get down and others get in. Yes. So there are people in the Matatu who left the Matatu at Sikimau. Others left the Matatu at Mrolongo. Others left at Cabanas. Others left at um, Bunyala here. And others still ended up in town. There are people that were in the Matatu. They would definitely, they started from the journey at Kitengela and they will end with the Matatu driver in town. Sir. They never got out. There are people in your life, they are destiny I'm, I'm, I'm assigning friends and associates with you. They never live your life. And, but there are certain people, they need to get down at Mrolongo. Where you are going, God does not need 
them with you. So if you keep them dead, they become toxic. They start destroying you. They start doing the wrong thing and you don't understand. Why? Because the assignment in your life is over. You just need to tell them, get out. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yeah. There are certain people, they just need to get out. And sometimes those people getting them out is very difficult. You just need the hand of God. The Father grant me the wisdom, the grace to remove certain people out of my life. See, if you allow your emotion, oh, how would they feel? What would they say? What would they say? Whatever they will say, they have already said. They, they have not just told you. You say, Father, help me, grant me grace to do away with these people I don't need in my next level. Come on, begin to talk to God. 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 Father, help us, O Lord. We don't need in our next level, in the next phase of our lives. Shalabazubrahadoshadabarosatanatilabadabadoshadabarosatanatilabadabarosatanatilabadabarosatanatilabadabarosatanatilabadabarosatanatilabadabarosatanatilabadabarosatanatilabadabarosatanatilabadabar